0: hey could you read for me okay I'll give it to you praise the lord man he's running off with my water man takes a lot of steam to get this locomotive going you may be seated I don't know if I need to obey the lord or obey brother Wade Bass he told me before I came up here said look it's kind of hot in here why don't you just preach a real low key one that we don't have to jump around a lot uh, does it look like I do a lot of jumping around? <laughs> but anyway, I'm glad to be here. But I'm gonna tell you something. Hot back here is different than hot in California. Whew man, this you can scoop this stuff up. But it's it's beautiful, and I'm glad to be here with all these Brethren and all the sponsors of this meeting and we're gonna have a good time. You're gonna have a good time with me See I'm loosening my tie boy. I'm really getting ready But I am glad to be here and I'm glad my wife's with me stand up over there She doesn't want to she's Now usually this is where I talk about how foxy she is and all that, but she doesn't like me do that So I won't (laughs) But anyway, I wasn't like that until I started getting acquainted with Brother Hudson. (laughs) And I used to be real blunt and outspoken. I started hanging around Brother Hudson and started talking in vague ambiguities that were hard to be understood. (laughs) But I will behave much better with my wife here, and my clothes will actually match. I am fashionably disabled I cannot I cannot I can put clothes on I just can't put them together hey you play the organ you're just sitting over okay hey how about if I give you this I'm I'm relaxed is everybody else relaxed in fact I'm so relaxed I may just ooze off this platform before too long don't worry I won't I won't make you hoop and holler too much I don't, I don't, I don't have the kind of physique for a lot of motion. And you get all this going, it's like jello in a baggie. But uh, <laughs> anyway, we're going to have a good time. How's that? And, and uh, But I, I, I do want to say this. I really sought the Lord. I know it doesn't sound like it so far. But uh, I did seek the Lord for this meeting and I feel like God has talked to my heart And I want us to come together and I want us to do it tonight I want us and and everybody's worship and I don't mean that you're not But I want us to really come together and realize when we're coming to service. We're not just passing time There are things that can happen in these services day and night that can change your life forever There are things that can happen tonight. Tonight! We could get it out of the way tonight that could change your church forever. That could change your youth group. That could change your future. I'm telling you, it is the will of God for us to step into what he has planned. It is the will of God for us to come together in one mind and one accord. Uh, And we're going to have fun, and we're going to do a lot of fun stuff, but I'm going to tell you something. We're here to get in touch with God. We're here to get in touch with the Spirit. It is the will of God for there to be breakthroughs. Uh, I don't mean just having a good song service but breakthroughs uh, where your life is never the same again. It is the will of God It is the will of God for us to change some things. I don't want us to come together and just be stirred. I want us to leave this camp and go to our home cities. I want us to be changed. I want us to be changed. There's a stirring in my heart. There's something turning over in my spirit. There are some things that have got to take place in this meeting. And I want everybody to get on board with me. I want everybody to get in the spirit with me. And let's get in. Into with God and realize, all right, I want something to happen. God, I don't want to get to the same place I always get to and have to come back next year and get there again. I want a breakthrough. I want something to change. I want something to happen. I want something to take place that has never taken place before. Let's pray together right now. I feel a touch of the Holy Ghost in this place. I, hey, Let's pray together right now. Come on, right now, when everybody close your eyes, I want us to bind together. Where two or three agree together. There needs to be agreement in this place. Uh, There needs to be agreement in our hearts and in our minds. God, we come on, Lord. Uh, uh, Right now, right now, let's not take a night or two to warm up. Let's put it in motion right now. Let's get something in motion right now. Let's get our hearts positioned for what God wants to do. Let's get our minds positioned for what God wants to do. I feel it in my spirit. It's not because I'm preaching, it's not about me. It's about young people, it's about futures, it's about destinies, it's about the kingdom of God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. God, right now I come to you. And I pray, Lord, that something would begin to move in the spirit, that we would begin to move with the spirit, with the Holy Ghost. I pray in Jesus' name, God, that things would begin to break right now. Lord, I pray you said if we bind it or if we loose it, you're going to stand behind it. I pray right now we want to bind anything that would hinder. And we want to loose the power of God to do everything that you want to do that you need to do. God, you look down in this auditorium right now and you know exactly what needs to happen. You know exactly where we need to go. And I pray, God, come on, let's join together in prayer right now. I pray, God, that we would get to that place. There are things we cannot do with a program. There are things we cannot do just because we showed up, Lord, on this campus. But there are things in the Spirit. There are places in the Spirit that we need to go. And I pray that we'd be Begin moving there right now. Come on, somebody reach out. Somebody reach out with a hunger. Somebody reach out. Somebody reach out. I want us to begin to press through right now. I want us to begin to press through right now. Right now. Right now. Come on, we're pushing. We're pushing. We're pushing. We're pushing. In the name of jesus we're going to press through i want a young lady to catch hold of the spirit of this a young man to catch hold of the spirit of this a youth leader a youth pastor to catch hold of the spirit of what god wants to do in this meeting hallelujah i believe that right now is a critical moment I believe right now is a critical moment. We can set the tone for the rest of this week. Uh, Right now, in these few moments, uh, we can set the tone. Uh, We can show God what we mean to do. We can show God where we mean to go in the Holy Ghost right now oh god speak lord speak lord speak lord go among us go among us god go among us lord in the name of jesus in the name of jesus oh lord oh lord oh lord I want us to listen just a moment this isn't my message but I feel this on my heart when the king went to Elisha I want you to think about a biblical principle with me right now when the king went to Elisha Elisha told the king Elisha the Bible says was sick of the sickness wherever he died but Elisha called the king near and said get an arrow open that window get an arrow And he put his hands on the king's hands and he shot that arrow out the window and he said, behold the arrow of God's deliverance. And he said, now take these arrows and smite the ground. And he smote the ground and he said he smote thrice and stayed three times and stopped. The man of God was upset with him and said, look, you should have smitten many more times than that. He said, till Syria was destroyed. And I want you to notice this principle right here. There was something that had not happened yet but had the potential of happening. There was something that had not yet taken place. But God said, right now, in this moment, I'm going to give you a chance to affect that moment. Right now, I'm going to give you a chance to affect then. Right now, I'm going to give you a chance to reach out, if you will, and touch the future just a little bit uh, and have an effect uh, on what's going to happen. Hear me. I believe in this service. Uh, I feel an unction in my spirit. Right now, right now, we have a chance uh, to determine Friday night. Right now, we have a chance to... To determine what's going to happen when we go home. We've got to step into that future. We've got to step into that place that God has. It is in our power. It is in our power to determine how much God does for us. Is there somebody hungry right now? Is there somebody saying, you know what? I'm going to act like it right now. I'm not going to wait till then. I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it now. Right now affects what will happen then. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh God, I pray in the name of Jesus. God, what is it you want to do? You want us to take a step toward it right now, right now. I feel the Holy Ghost here. I want us to wait on the Lord just a moment. I'm ready to preach. I'm not long-winded anyway. But I'm going to tell you, I feel the Holy Ghost moving. I feel God pushing us towards something right now. I feel like God reaching out and drawing out of us, drawing more, calling for more in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh, that's right, young people. That's right, that's right, that's right. It's not about how loud pastors pray. This is youth camp. This is youth camp. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hora na ma sha ya tararara moyo koyo ya tararaba. Yororo bosho yotorarara ma Speak to us Lord, speak to us Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who's going to preach with me? (laughs) Hallelujah. Let's turn to Philippians chapter 3. Philippians 3. I'm very glad to be here, my wife and I, to be invited. We feel privileged, and I mean that. We are very glad to be here with all of you and appreciate all the great hospitality, the invitation. Everything's just great, and we're looking forward to this week. Philippians chapter 3 hey I didn't change my watch it's only 515 man we got a long time don't worry folks I've got a burger buzzer that goes off after a little while verse 10 Paul wrote to the church and said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. He said, "Brother, I count not myself to have apprehended, but I reach for those things which are before. You may be seated now. Before I announce exactly what I'm preaching tonight, I need to ask a question. Anybody here ever had a hamster for a pet?" You ever had a hand did it live more than two weeks (laughs) i'm telling you if the humane society ever found out how we go through pets at our house i'd be in trouble it's a pet killing field around our house you know the little the little cage and it's got the tubes running this way and that and and the little furry hamster just cute little cuddly you know Kind of like Brother Worthen. (laughs) Well, not cuddly so much. Not cute so much. Forget that. Let's go on. (laughs) Uh, Is Brother Worthen even here? He is so carnal. Man. Well, I tell you what, since he's not here, our project this week is praying Brother Worthen through. That's what God wants to do in the spirit. I forgot my handkerchiefs, and I asked brother, is it Kasner? Is that how you say it? Kasner? Close enough. He brought me, I said, hey, brother, I need a handkerchief, but a clean one. (laughs) Got to specify that. They'll hand you anything. But uh, he brought me this rag, cloth. But you know what? It'll work. It'll work. That's great with me. But you got the hamster, and the little tubes, and the little, we had a hamper, a hamper hamster named rusty i hope there's nobody here named rusty but anyway but rusty lasted a little bit longer than some of the others but eventually we found rusty dead yeah he probably killed himself because he was just tired of living in our house but you know you get the little cage and we found rusty underneath the little wheel you know a little wheel they have in there uh, in a lot of those hamster cages. You can tell I'm a hamster expert. Have a little wheel, and Rusty was under the wheel. Now, a hamster will jump in that little wheel. It's kind of like a merry-go-round on its side. And the hamster will get on there, and he will run his little heart out in that little wheel. Now, I don't know in his little hamster mind where he thinks he's going. But it doesn't really get him anywhere but he gets in there and he'll just run and run and run and run and run and it's just a big flurry of motion and sometimes it squeaks and they always start running at about 2 o'clock in the morning and the wheel squeaks and you and then you want to kill the little hamster but I want to preach to us here about that little hamster because that little hamster applies to where probably some of us are tonight he'll get on that little wheel and he will run and, run and run and run and run and work himself up into a sweat and I don't know if he gets off his little hamster wheel and thinks he's had just a big old hamster good time I really don't know what he's thinking but this is what I want to preach about tonight, if you'll keep this in mind about the little hamster on his wheel. I want to preach tonight about get off the wheel. Get off the wheel. Hallelujah. Now I want you to think about Paul. We read here, we read here Paul in Philippians chapter 3. Now first his conversion, all of us know the story. He's knocked off onto the ground. A heavenly voice speaks to him. Heavenly light surrounds him. He talks with Jesus himself. He escapes out of Damascus by those, from those that want to kill him for preaching the gospel, let down in a basket over the wall of the city by night. He spoke the word, and there was a man. There was a man in, the, now this is in Acts 13, Elimus. Who withstood Paul? They're there trying to preach the gospel, trying to make headway and establish a church. And, uh, Elimus withstood them, the Bible says. And Paul turns around and, and speaks the word. And, oh, Elimus is struck blind. Now, if I could strike people blind in my church every time I got irritated at somebody, <laughs> there'd be a bunch of blind people in my church. But he speaks the word just because this, Elimus is withstanding him, and he is he's struck blind. At Lystra, they heal the lame man. And the citizens of the city are so impressed, they begin to cry out, the Bible says, with a loud voice. The gods are come down to us in the likeness of men. His ministry was so powerful. Cast the spirit of divination out of the young woman in Acts chapter 16. She's following him around. The spirit within her is driving her. It's actually harassment. And she's crying out. And Paul turns around and speaks a word. And that spirit is driven out. In Acts chapter 20, in Acts chapter 20, the Bible says this. You can read it for yourself. It says, as Paul was long preaching. Any of you ever heard Brother Booker preach? As Paul was long preaching, I've tried to get Brother Booker to put that on a plaque on his pulpit, but he won't do it. As Paul was long preaching, the young man named Eutychus falls asleep way up in the upper window, falls out of the window, hits the ground and said they took him up dead. But Paul runs out there, takes hold of the situation, touches God, and he is resurrected. We're talking about a powerful ministry, so powerful that he couldn't get to everybody, couldn't get to all the, all the far-flung places, and so they take handkerchiefs and aprons and articles of clothing and all that, and they anoint it, and they pray. Paul anoints it and prays for it, and they send it out, and they begin to touch people, pray for them, and there, not only were there healings that took place, but the Bible also says that spirits were cast out, evil spirits. He's shipwrecked. He's bitten by a venomous snake at the campfire. He shakes it off, and there is no harm done. And they look at him, the, the natives there of that island, and think that this, is, this man is some kind of powerful. He stands before governors and kings, and he preaches and gives his testimony. There's a little more. Read it for
1: me. Brother Bass in Second Corinthians chapter 11, starting with verse 28, 23. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In laborers more abundant. laborers more abundant. In stripes above measure. Above measure. In prisons more frequent. Prisons. I've gone to prison for this. Go ahead. In deaths oft. Of the Jews five times received I 40 stripes save one. I was beaten for this gospel message. Go ahead. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I have been in the deep in journeyings often in perils of waters now listen to all this paul's going through Paul's going through what he has gone through for the sake of the gospel go ahead in perils of robbers in perils by mine own countrymen in perils by the heathen in perils in the city in perils in the wilderness in perils in the sea in perils among false brethren in weariness and painfulness in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, beside those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. Paul is reciting here his qualifications.
0: Paul, at this point, you think about the miracles that we mentioned. You think about his powerful ministry, writing half of the New Testament, You think about the way that God used him, such a mighty man, traveling all over foreign places, starting churches. This list we just went through in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Paul is very qualified to say this, I have done my part paul's very qualified to say listen i've been beaten i've got scars on my body now, let me tell you something i i have made some sacrifices for the kingdom of god but i don't have any scars on my body i've never been shipwrecked i've never been physically persecuted and i don't think many of us here probably have but hear me paul was very qualified to say i have done my part he had the list he had the goods Uh, he uh, everybody knew it they knew he wasn't lying his record was beyond dispute paul could sit and say I have done my part. Look how far I've gone for the sake of the gospel. Look at what I have done for the sake of the gospel, what I have endured. But I want you to read for me Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13 again. Now think of all that we just read. Think of all that we just recited. And now look at what he says in verse 13. Go ahead, brother.
1: Brethren, I count not myself. I count not myself. Go to ahead. Have, to have apprehended. To have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which forgetting are behind. Forgetting those things which are behind. And reaching forth. Unto and reaching forth. Which g-
0: are before. Which are before. Listen to me, folks. Uh, Are we recalling what Paul's list we just went through? What Paul's qualifications were? He said, I count not myself to have apprehended. He said, But this is what I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Now, listen, I understand and I agree with the fact that we've got to put our sins uh, and our transgressions behind us and reach for and, and, and get beyond that and reach for other things. But hear me if we're not careful, we'll get to say, on our breakthroughs, uh, on our revivals past, uh, on our youth camps past, uh, on our prayer meetings past, uh, on our victories past, uh, and we'll just get on that wheel and we'll just start running on that wheel and talk about what has been and what was, uh, and look at this. Uh, he said, but I'm telling you, I forget all that stuff. He said, and I am reaching forth unto those things uh, which are before me. I did a quick word study on that, uh, reaching forth uh, unto those things which Charming, before and it says it means straining, straining forward to what lies ahead. Now, hear me. If, it, if we can get on an easy ride, young people, we've got a church to go to. we got a pastor. we got a youth pastor. we got a youth camp. And if we're not careful, we'll get on that wheel and we'll just run ourselves uh, up into a sweaty lather and think we're really, really doing something. Look at this. Uh, I'm a youth camp and we're glad you're here. Look at this, pastor. I here on Sunday and we're glad you're there look at this, look at this, but hear me folks, uh, there comes a place where we gotta break out uh, get off uh, of that wheel and stretch ourselves uh, and extend ourselves and say come on, uh, there's something more if Paul can say I'm not gonna rest uh, on what I've already done, what do we have to say tonight I'm telling you, it's the will of God for us to get off that wheel, it's the will of God for us uh, we can just keep running and keep running And keep running and keep running But I'm going to tell you God means for us to get somewhere Come on let the Holy Ghost talk to you Come on let the Holy Ghost talk to us I want to ask us tonight young people Are we in an endless cycle of praying through Getting cold Praying through getting cold Praying through getting cold It's time to get off of that wheel And make some progress Please, I could be misunderstood preaching this. Understand the spirit of what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the good we're doing doesn't count. And I'm not saying being faithful and showing up doesn't count. All right? But I'm going to tell you what I'm tired of investing in. And I I know these pastors here, you feel the same way. when I was praying for this meeting, came on me very, very strong. And 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 please do not misunderstand what I'm preaching and what I'm saying and the spirit in which I'm saying it. I'm not here this week. Now who knows what I'll preach, but I'm not here this week to invest night after night after night trying to get some old hard, callous young person to pray through. Some half backslid, barely hanging on, don't know if I want it. Now, listen, I'm for helping those people. I'm for compassion. I'm for mercy. I'm for reaching out to the cold in spirit and backslider. I understand that. But at youth camp this week, uh, that is not the spirit that God put on me. That is not the spirit that I feel. All right? So hear me, folks. Uh, I'm looking for that young lady, that young man that says, I'm getting off of this wheel. I'm getting out of this rut. I'm not just going to keep running and running and running and work up a big old sweat and say man look at that come on get off the wheel and stretch he said i reach for the i stretch i'm gonna tell you there's a praying through that we've never had yet i don't care how good they are there's a good one that we haven't had yet there's a victory we haven't had yet there's a breakthrough we haven't had yet there's a place in the holy ghost we have not been yet i don't care where we've been it's too deep it's too high and too wide for us to think we've been there and done that come on let's reach out to the lord again together right now come on reach out with me reach out with me service after service will this be the one will this be the one that moves them Who's gonna be, who's gonna be the one that pushes this week? Who's gonna be the one? I'm gonna tell you, I've done it too, I'm preaching to myself, okay? We get that certain place that we always pray to, and that's where we always pray to. We get that certain victory we always get, and that's what we always get. At the beginning of this year, 2009, I got desperate before the Lord. I said, "God, something's got to happen. Something's got to happen in my own personal life." And I wasn't half backslid, about to you know go out and smoke dope or something. But we needed a breakthrough in my personal life, in our church, in our family. God, working on young people, on our kids. I said, "God." I entered into a season of seeking the Lord and I knew it was coming I knew how God was dealing with me and I pushed to that place that I'd always pushed to before and then I said okay I'm going past this I'm going farther than this and day after day, seeking the Lord. Day after day. I'm not bragging about myself. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about any of us can do this. And I believe it's a will of God. And I remember it was day after day after day and went on for weeks. And I would, I would leave my family and I would do, and I'd go to the church and I'd seek the Lord and I would pray. And there were certain things I did not do. Certain, I, I didn't go here and do this. I didn't travel. I didn't do things. Why? Because there was something in me said, no, right here and right now, I'm Getting something that I've never gotten. I'm going somewhere that I've never been, and I remember the day. I remember the day when I stood in front of uh, of that church, and I'd been praying. and And I hope you don't. It doesn't come across disrespectful. I was hollering at God, uh, not in a disrespectful way, but I was just hollering. I was just at the place, and all of a sudden, uh, the Holy Ghost uh, swept into that place. Now, me standing here tonight, it doesn't sound like a big deal. But if you're tapped into the Spirit, you'll know what i'm talking about all of a sudden the holy ghost swept into that place i'm telling you i felt i knew that god was there i knew that god and it was this simple it was this easy i stood there and all of a sudden tears began to just run down my face and i fell to my knees and oh this is all god said there were five things i was praying for specifically five things two of them have already come to pass one of them just wednesday night before i came here Two of them have already come to pass I mean explicitly Exactly like what I was praying And I fell to my knees And this is what God says I have heard I have heard, I have heard. And all of a sudden I realized I had gotten beyond the veil. I had stood before the throne and made my petition known. Oh, hear me, There's the Holy Ghost is pulling for us tonight. The Spirit of God is calling somebody, a young man, a young lady, get off of that wheel and step into something you've never had before. I'm not talking about spooky stuff. I'm not talking about weird things. But I'm telling you, there's a place in the spirit God means for us to go. But if we're not careful, we'll get stuck on that wheel over and over. I looked down here, and Brother Bass was doing it with his fingers over and over. Just over. here I am, here I am. Oh, is somebody stirred tonight? Is somebody catching the spirit of this tonight? Oh, I look out here and see the potential of pastors for our churches. I see the potential of what could happen at home. All the talent that's here. But somebody's got to get off that wheel. We'll sit there and watch that hamster run and run and run. Thank you, Ignoramus. How many times have we done it in the spirit? Just run on that wheel over and over and over. Read for me 3:15 Philippians just a, a verse past where we left off tonight.
1: Let us therefore, let us therefore as many as be perfect as many as be perfect be thus minded. Uh-huh. And if anything ye be otherwise and if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. As many as be perfect.
0: That doesn't mean flawless it does not mean without fault i studied it out it means mature i know we're young people and i know we're teenagers and 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 you're gonna you're gonna make your normal mistakes and 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 all of that and i'm not not trying to make a case for sin but i'm gonna tell you there needs to come a place young people where there's no more thumb sucking Put the bottles away. Put the pampers away. Uh huh. There comes a place where it's it, it, no winos in church. All right? whining about this whining about that there comes a place where it is time to grow up there comes a place uh, I'm telling you Daniel and, and Shadrach Meshach and Abednego all right they didn't allow Babylon to define them okay they didn't allow Babylon to dictate what they were going to be they didn't just get on that wheel and start running those three Hebrew boys uh, I'm going to tell you a thing it's always struck me about those three Hebrew boys standing around that image and everybody else is bowing except them there is no way they were the only Hebrews in that crowd there were not four Hebrews Daniel and his three friends they were not the only four captives there were a lot of hebrews in that crowd standing around there when the command went out and the music began to play and they said bow but there was something in them said no we're not running on this wheel they did it without a youth pastor they did it without a youth camp somewhere young people we've got to break out of our foxhole strategy dig in and hope we make it we got to break out of that we got to break out of just well i'm gonna i'm gonna dig in right here and hope everything is alright. We didn't win World War II because we were better at digging foxholes. We won storming the beaches of Normandy. We overthrew Saddam Hussein with shock and awe. Hear me folks. There comes a place where it's no longer just dig in and hope we make it. Just get on the real wheel and run and keep it rolling and deceive ourselves thinking we're getting somewhere. Hear the spirit calling. Hear the spirit Calling come on up. Come on up. Come on up further in uh, and further up <clears throat> Second Corinthians Chapter 9 verse 6
1: But this I say He which soweth sparingly soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. shall reap sparingly and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully now i know
0: when we read this scripture we think of money and giving and that's all fine but what about commitment what about action what about trying what about doing a little bit of trying a little bit of results a little bit he that sows sparingly shall reap also sparingly just, just enough on Sunday night to satisfy pastor. Just enough at youth camp to say, okay, I made it through another year. But I'm ready for somebody tonight that wants to dip their hand deep into that sack and say, no way. I'm spreading seed everywhere. I'm doing everything I can. I'm not going to spare. I'm not going to hold back. I'm not going to hesitate. I'm not going to wait for somebody else to worship, somebody else to hit the altar, somebody else to break through. No. I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be the spark plug that gets it all going. And I'm not talking about just having church in Here right now i'm talking about a life-changing experience Uh, i'm not talking about getting you to respond to me preaching i'm talking about getting off of that wheel that we've learned to just pray enough to keep it rolling worship enough to keep it rolling show up enough to keep it rolling i'm telling you there's so much more in living for god than that it's so much deeper than that let's all stand together Come on, let's let the Holy Ghost begin to talk to us right now.
1: All
0: right, you've got your arrows in your hand. What are you going to do with them? Looking at Friday night, what are we going to do tonight? What are we going to do tonight for Friday night? Come on, let's begin to seek the Lord. What does God want to do? What is God dealing with us about? And I'm not saying you're half backslidden. God's trying to save you. I'm talking about if we're not careful, we'll just get on that wheel and we'll just keep running, just keep running, keep running, keep running. And boy, we've learned how to get that motion going. We've learned how to do it, but we're not really getting where God wants us to go. There you go, young men. There you go. There's some young men saying, no, I'm getting off that wheel. I'm getting off that wheel. In Ephesians 3 and 20, what does it say, brother? Did I give you some of those? Well, here, don't worry about getting it. He said, unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above what we ask or think. He said, who asks or think? It? it wasn't about what God asked or thought. He's looking down at us and saying, I'll do exceeding and abundantly above what you ask or think. Whatever it is you're tying into, God said, I'll tie into it. You see, Jacob got the blessing that came with being part of the family. He went into dad's house he went into dad's room the musicians can come whatever he went into dad's house and he said dad would you bless me i'm going to tell you there's something that comes from just belonging to the apostolic family there are blessings that come with just showing up at church but there was something in jacob that drove him said hey angel i want another blessing that my father can't give me i want another blessing that comes not from just belonging to the family but i want to step out into then greater. I want to step out into something none of us have ever stepped out into before come on let's get off that wheel it's time to stretch it's time to extend for what lies ahead elijah didn't look at elijah and said man that's what i want elijah that's what i want elijah elijah looked at elijah and said i want a double portion i'm gonna stretch beyond where i've always gone i see what god has done now i want to see what he hasn't done yet i'm a stretch. I'm getting off that wheel Elijah. I already know how it operates with you. I already know how God's word with you. I'm not talking about different doctrine. I'm not talking about letting down on holiness. I'm talking about experiences in the spirit. I'm talking about experiences in revival. Elisha realized he could not be satisfied running on a wheel that Elijah had gotten going. But he had to step off. And get into something and get somewhere esther who knows but that you've come to the kingdom for such a time as this you can just be the queen and get by you can just be the queen and keep that wheel running you can just be the queen and look pretty and look good and hold your position, Esther. You don't have to risk anything, Esther. You really don't. You can just go ahead and be the queen. You can just go ahead and look pretty. But if you really want to save your people, if you really want to spare the next generation, who knows but that you've been put in that position for such a time as this. Hear me, young people. Your generation, the burden of your generation is your responsibility and if you really want to preserve that future, if you really want to take Pentecost off into the future, we got to get off the wheel.
1: I have made
0: my decision. Hallelujah. I have Come on, let's seek place. the Lord. Let's gather in. Let's gather in. Get off, stand, oh, get off the wheel. Get off the, the wheel. Get off the wheel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, where's God calling us? I Youth pastors, pastors, let's move among these young people. Let's pray. Let's seek the Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I will be of the young man, what's God dealing with you about? What step is he telling you to take, young lady? What is God calling? you? What's he whispering in your ear, right